Welcome everybody to the Emerge From Your Box podcast. I've got a super special guest today. I met Joe Keach or Joseph Keach um, on Facebook and totally fell in love with his writing, but I know that he's got an amazing backstory. So I'd like to welcome him on so he can share that with you. Welcome, Joe. Thank you. Um, um, I, I think... If, if I blushed, I probably, if I, if I were able to blush, you'd probably see me blushing. That was a, uh, that was a very generous um, compliment. So thank you. Um, and happy to be here. Uh, I've, I've definitely been um, curious about you as well with all that you've been, been doing in the Joe Dispenza and um, your own journey that you seem to be going everywhere. Every single time I see you travel somewhere, it's, it's like, I want to go where you just went. That was like, a journey that I would totally take myself on. So I, um, I'm glad that we get a chance to connect. Yeah, Joe Dispenza certainly was a big influence in my life and um, in the direction that um, and the steps that I've taken to become who I am today. But I really want to know who you are at heart, you know. Um, who's Joe behind all the things? Like who is this incredible human being that I get the opportunity to talk to today with? Yeah, so <laughs> so much, uh, so much of a backstory. You know, we we connect through through my my writing. You speak of that. Um, that's a big part of currently a big part of my work. You know, it's like um, that's the message that I'm spreading out and around um, primarily around intimacy and relationship um, and how that how how intimacy and relationship are really like the core of who we are and how we choose to live. Like everything comes from that place, literally. Um, so even though my focus a lot of the time is on, you know, uh, between heterosexual man and woman that can really be applied to, to any relationship, um, there's a lot of deeper stuff that happens beneath that. And I like to, I like to share it and bring it to the surface and have really great conversations. Um, I can totally relate to that because, um, you know, one of the reasons I sort of chose this path and I'm on this journey is because of the relationship that I had to rebuild with myself. For me, I found that it was really important to start with, you know, falling in love with yourself. And I don't know whether a lot of people spend time doing that, but for me, it was crucial in becoming the person that I am today. You know, and in that journey, and, and you talk about this so much in your writing, which again is why I connect so deeply with um, how you share your insights with the world. Um, you know, it's a being being empowered to set those boundaries, being empowered, um, you know, to just take ownership of who you are at heart is so important in all the relationships that you have in life, whether it's in business or, you know, with a partner. But, you know, that's what I found in my journey, is that something that's, um, you know, relevant for you as well? Yeah, my, um, some of my favorite writings from, from women have often expressed a woman's falling in love with herself. Um, and it's, it, there's something incredibly attractive about a person that just absolutely is so comfortable with who they are and appreciates themselves so much that it radiates from everything they do, right? You know? It's like, it's, that's the draw for people. It's like, I want that. I don't know what that thing is. I feel it in you and I want it, right? 
So absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's a beautiful thing when you can become aware of that, of the power that you do have when, when you reach that sort of point. You know, for me, you know, and especially with women, I find that a lot of women judge each other and themselves so harshly. But I feel like when I started dating myself, it was, you know, taking myself around the world and going to the movies or having dinner on my own and really falling in love with the company that I had to bring. Um, yeah, it was really life-changing for me. Yeah, and you're doing a great job because every single time I see you going places, I, I that's <laughs> like, wow. Um, I, I don't, you know, like um, for me, for me, uh, you, you know, it's 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 interesting how difference between men and women, or you know, I, I don't I don't think there's any reason that a man can't do what a woman does, or a woman can't do what a man does, um, but. You know, I, I, most of the time I experience things very differently um, in terms of how I would, how to, what to me feels like love, right? Than what a woman would. Um, so when I, when I started really doing my exploration and, and really what was essentially me allowing myself to feel love, to do what I knew was right for me, which that's, the greatest amount of love that I could give myself, regardless of what the activity is, right? Giving myself what I can feel is true for me. Um, Absolutely. And that's some, to some people, that's a really scary thing because, you know, you're completely open, you're completely vulnerable. You really, I, I remember describing it to somebody and saying, falling in love is like being at, a, at the top of this slippery dip and you've got about a kilometer and you have no idea when it's going to stop. And it's just, you're falling and falling and totally surrendering and you don't know what's going to happen. It's beautiful and scary at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how I, that's how I started. It was, it, it was what, it, what for me, there was actually more of a, I think it really started when I was about 19 years old. I was going through a lot of upheaval at the time. I was drinking a lot. I was literally drinking a a case of beer or a a fifth of Jack Daniels in a given night, going through a lot of depression and and kind of hitting my first patch of really deep soul searching and, and being confronted by, you know, who, who I am beneath the surface and, and how I need to, how I felt the the need to pursue what was true for me, um, despite what I was experiencing in others, you know, like the tendency for all of us to people please or to, or to, you know, just put up the facade of who we are. Um, that is, you know, it's like this pursuit of money and, and wealth and um, popularity and the fancy car and the nice house. And it's like, it's, it's, it's the dream, but it's, it's a facade. It's not who we are. And when we detach from that, we, we find ourselves, you know, and it can be very confronting. hundred percent, hundred percent. Going inwards is a deep journey. You know, that journey from yeah. your head into your heart is the best one you'll ever make, but definitely um, not, an, not easy, but, you know, definitely worth it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me, for me, it has been, there's a, um, I, um, I actually, um, it's funny that you asked me about my journey and I, and I look back and it's, there's so many different, there's no one path 
if you took a look at Joe's, like the map of Joe's, Joe's life, it would be like zigzagged back and forth. And it'd be like some scribble scratch over here and then circle around and spiral. It's like, I was everywhere. I was all over the place. Well, there's um, at least two of us that have had that then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was, it was, I started out when I was like, it was after high school, I was a massage therapist, tried to make that work, hopped into college, spent two years in college, bailed after changing majors three times, uh, traveled a bunch, went back to massage school in Utah, Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, fell in love with a woman who, uh, taught me the, taught me within a matter of two and a half years, what, um, all of the stuff that I, I learned later, um, was what intimacy was like, it was like this, mm. this whole world of things that I didn't understand what was happening, met this woman. And it was just like this explosion of conscious, open, expanded love and full mirror of who I was, who I needed to become and, and, and what real intimacy was and connection. And I had to learn later how to put words to that. Um, and in short, what that led me on was a, was a path into four years in the, in the uh, United States Navy as an aviation electrician, a computer information systems degree. And during all that time in leading into now was my external pursuits of diving into personal development and, um, and, and the advanced levels of intimacy and relationship that I've been in now. That's like the compressed version. I know I just like went zing straight through it. But there was, <laughs> yeah, that was a zip still, line on the timeline right there. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, like when I go through it in my mind, it's like, holy crap, there's so much there. So let me see if I can try and compress this. But like there are so many different spots where it was like, it seemed like it was going on forever, you know? I think one of the things that you mentioned was, um, you know, just becoming aware that you had to grow into the person to um, be and embody, you know, being a spiritually awakened male. And you learn a lot of that. Like a lot of people, when that happens, they're really confused. That happened with me. I, at 19, I had my first Kundalini awakening. I had no idea what that was back then. But now I know because, you know, I've done the work. Um, so how, do, how would you describe that to somebody? Like what's going on with them? What are they feeling? What's going, you know, what's going through their mind and how do you, how do you navigate that path? Because it can be quite scary. It's a, it's a bit of a roller coaster. The awakening? You're saying the part of you that gets awoken by that? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, you know, today, uh, if when I was 19 and I was going through the upheaval that I was going through as a result of having to testify against the pedophile, um, I found that so much came out of me that um, it took me like literally the better part of a decade, almost a decade. Yeah, probably about a 10 years to to really settle to settle everything that came up in me because there was so much there that I had to work through and there was no guidance. It wasn't like, Hey, Hey, all right, well, here's what happens, Joe. This is, you take this path and you'll be fine and just give it a year, do these things and you'll be good to go. Like, no, I had none of that. I was like, what's happening. Um, <laughs> and, and, um, and over the course of 10 years, I had to learn how to like every single day during that time for me, it was waking up, feeling so like 
almost like not really myself. I, I had felt so much like it, I wasn't me that every single day was like me waking up saying, thank you God for one more day. I don't know how I'm gonna get through this day. Uh, uh, send me whatever I need to know and I'll, I'll take that action, but I have no clue what that is. And that lasted while I read, you know, all sorts of different spiritual books and like conversations with God when I was 19 years old, which was a really great book. Um, and, um, you know, the prophet by college Ron and, and other similar books that kind of woke me up to something else that was there, but it was more like, it was like, even though during that 10 year period after the time that I, after, like I was going through my deep depression, it was lots of spiritual and kind of a woke books and material, but it was like, it was only as if it was kind of like making me aware. I wasn't, it wasn't doing anything that helped me become more conscious. It was more like, wow, I'm certainly more aware of the, yeah, that's really cool. Now I know these things about myself and life. It was, so for me, like, it was like there were a couple awakenings. There was, there was that piece where at 19, I got slammed with, oh, wow, there's a lot here I got to work through. 10 years of working through that, through different spiritual books and kind of a lot of suffering and pain. And then moving in the direction of my life that I, I felt confident about, um, that's where I hopped back into massage school because I, I, I don't know, I read something somewhere that said, you gotta do what you love. And I'm like, I love doing massage. So I went back to massage school <laughs> and, and what happened was something other than massage. I fell crazy in love with a woman and my whole world exploded with amazingness and pain and suffering all at the same time. It was just this expansion and contraction in big ginormous ways. So it was like, I went from awakening it, you know, to something bigger at 19 to finally feeling comfortable at roughly around, I don't know, about 24 years old, um, 24, 25, beginning to move in that direction. And then just having, this whole other world open up to me. So what I thought was my direction became something entirely different. Um, and, and that's where the awakening for me was. And then after that point, it was another like literally close to 12 years of pursuits, you know? So it's like each time it's like, Oh, I got 10 years to do this. Like, I don't know. So apparently God's like, okay, Joe, I'm going to give you these things. And every time it's going to be like 10 years. <laughs> ago, right. But it's so true that you bring up that point. As some people think, and I've spoken to as well, they're like, oh, I had an awakening. I'm like, darling, there are so many awakenings coming. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> this is just one of many. So. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do want to um, answer your question because I didn't quite do it. Um, you know, 10 years for me um, seemed to be roughly what I ended up going through after each time something woke up in me. And each time what it came down to is like something in me said, I feel that there's more that I need to pursue. I'm committed to finding out what that is. I don't know what it is. I'm going, I'm listening to this call within me. There's going to be something that I'm going to trust. I can feel is resonant with the next step. I don't know how to go there. I don't know what it is. I'm listening. I'm feeling, I'm waiting. And every single step, there was something new and it kept leading me forward. So to me, it was the, it was the, I think when 19, here's, here's what I think the answer that was for me is at 19, the shift that occurred for me was going from trusting things external from myself 
to going through the very difficult process of leaving all of the trusting everything external, like the pain of letting all that go to looking within and saying, I trust fully what I can sense is here. I don't know why it hurts like hell to do that. And I'm doing it. So to me, I think in both cases, when I hit that patch in 19, and then again, you know, around 26, it was, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. I understand this. It hurts. I trust. I'll find the next step. Yeah, it's so true. Um, you know, a lot of people look outside of themselves to find that love, but it is really about surrender and trust. Surrendering and trusting to yourself and your instincts, that like your soul knows where you're meant to be going. Um, and this is what I found in my journey. And once you let go, it's so true. It's so scary. It's so, there's a lot of turmoil, but, um, you know, the end result is a beautiful little package. Um, and, <laughs> you know, when you receive that, it feels really, really good. But, um, I mean, at 19, there's a lot going on in general, right? <laughs> there's a lot going on in general. Um, so, yeah, that's. And I'm sure there were things before that, you know. I mean, for me, it, it's been a roller coaster from when I was a kid, you know. And then you realise later that, that that's the work. That's when it starts. For me personally, that, that's when it started. You know, I've got some history and um, things that happened for me when I was quite young. Um, and I didn't realise all of that until I became a bit more aware and present and awakened to like what what my purpose and intention for being here is you know and what Which do you think what? that is for you Yuta? you you tell Sorry? me first what's your what's your purpose and intention <laughs> my purpose and intention um given the journey that i've had which i call my obstacle race because um yeah i, was, I don't know if you know much about my story but i was born premature in a refugee camp in Cambodia, in Thailand. My parents were escaping from Cambodia and they literally had to dodge landmines. And that's how I see my life, you know. From the moment that I was born premature, my mom could have easily said, no, nah, you know, too hard, I'm not going to do this. It's just a lot of children got abandoned from, the, from birth. But for some reason that, you know, I was planted to grow and do something with my life. And I realised now from that moment that, I was supposed to have this journey. I was supposed to go through the trials and tribulations and obstacles so that I could show people that no matter where you are in life, you can grow, you can choose to change, you can, you know, turn a new leaf, you can become the author, you can become the alchemist, you can make the decision to grow from wherever it is that you are, whether that means spiritually, you know, in all areas of life. Um, and lead by example, like embody who you are. And this is why. I love traveling because traveling for me, you know, it's another reason why we connected as well. It's a way to explore yourself. It's a way to explore other cultures. It's a way to get to know how other people um, see and do life and their perspectives of um, the human experience. So, you know, one of the, one of the reasons I went traveling was because I'd never, I'd never dated myself. I'd never done anything on my own. I was always under the safety umbrella of a partner or my parents or my siblings. And, you know, the first place that I went to, ironically enough, by myself was the Dead Sea in Israel. So here I was, I was in Cyprus with a friend and um, just decided I need to just go somewhere. I love you and the children, but I just need time on my own. I've had enough of hanging around with three kids for three weeks. I just need a bit of a break. Um, 
but I didn't know at the time that, um, you know, and that was at the lowest point in my life. That I literally hit rock bottom. I was heartbreaking. I was financially broke. I was broken everywhere that you could imagine. Mm-hmm. But, and I thought to myself, I'm at the lowest point of my life. I want to go literally to the lowest point on earth and meet that vibration. And I can tell you, right, I didn't know that, you know, that was a pilgrimage or a spiritual journey that people take. Something inside me just called and said, go. Never traveled to Israel by myself, didn't know the language, got lost on the first day. That's a whole other podcast to share that story about. But I found myself, isn't that ironic? At the Dead Sea, I found life. And um, that's basically the message that I have to people. Like, no matter where you are, no matter what you've gone through, no matter how hard it is, if I can hit rock bottom and I was really reserved and shy and, you know, I was just one of those kids that kind of got A's or straight A's and I just did what I was told but Mm. something inside me said no you don't have to do this if this is not making you happy and like yourself I went through depression you know I I tried to commit suicide when I was younger because I didn't understand that 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 you can do things a little bit differently and that's what's inspired me to be who I am and do what I do and speak about things that a lot of people don't speak about but I think it's so important to use your voice and be heard and you know really get your message out there which is for me you know you've been planted grow darling that's that's my message to the world no matter where you are you are the seed you are that beautiful gift that um you were born to be so find out what it is grow into that person and and be the life of people that haven't yet found their voice or their light or their purpose and mission in life i didn't know any of that was going to evolve into what it is but um this is meant to be about you. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's also a dialogue. So I wanted to hear about you. So I'm sure these people are going to love to hear your story too. <laughs> and by the way, hearing yours had me backtrack on more clearly on, on where I can. So thank you for telling me that. And, um, and you know, it made You're me think. While, yeah. So while, while you were, while you were talking, I was thinking there, were, you know, how, how I can absolutely relate to what you're saying is that where I'm at right now as an intimacy and relationship coach and having done all the deep work that I have has come from that same pursuit of understanding who I am and what's important to me. Like that deep, deep calling, like that something in me that was driving me. Like it's just, it's this thing that wants to live me. And, and I'm like, I don't know what that is, but it wants to say no to everything that it's not. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. It's like, no, that's not it. Go away. Um, so, and, you know, I mean, as when I was early like my, my teens, it was more of like kind of an assertiveness to it, like almost like a, a bit of an aggressive nature. Um, while I was still, you know, loving in, in my partnerships, there was, there was a lot of upheaval there from, from my roots of, you know, my stepfather was an alcoholic abusive. My, my, my mom, I love as much as I love her. She's not an emotional, she's never been, she would never say she, to this day, she's never said, I love you. And there's no, there's no sense of empathy connection whatsoever. Um, lots of fighting, um, and hurt and pain and suffering um, that was emotional, psychological, physical abuse, but before the age of 20 years old, too much in there for me to, 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 to really know what to do anything with. And in the midst of all that, there was this part of me that wanted to know how to be fully loving, despite all the pain and suffering that I went through, 
and to live fully what was true for me, despite not knowing how the first idea what that even meant, and having no like no no like no nothing handed to me when I was young saying oh. Not, you know, alcoholic abusive stepfather, mother that doesn't know how to express emotions, disruptive, emotional, emotionally disruptive, psychologically disruptive childhood. None of that was the framework of, hey, here's how you do life. Here's how you become yourself. None of it. So it's a really rocky was, foundation to start life on, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and that's where I got in. It's a really was, rocky foundation. Yeah. When I, I mean, that's why when I was, when I was a teen, you know, what was, what was cool to me was MTV and watching, you know, music videos and the cool people on, on TV who I wanted to be like, because that was so much cooler than my life. So I was like, cool, I want to be a rock star and a musician and an actor. And, and that turned into, I want to be a teacher. And that turned into, I want to be a massage therapist that turned into, apparently I'm going into the U S Navy. Um, and (laughs) What's really funny as I'm listening to you is everything that you just said is exactly what I was thinking, even at that age. And my dad said to me, you can't go to the army. You're a girl, you know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> I can totally relate to that. It's such a rocky foundation to start life on. And you can see you know, what I think is beautiful is what I see in myself as well. And, you know, we attract our mirrors. Um, no matter what's the head start you got, which we didn't get a head start, like, you, you're here to serve, you know, but your heart is still open despite all of the things that have happened. Like the non-nurturing mom, yet here you are a relationship coach and, you know, one of the most beautiful writers that have ever come across, um, showing people how to be that, you know, that, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. It's, you know, I, I worked with a coach last year and she, she said, I don't remember exactly how she put it. I'm sorry, not last year, 2019. I was working with her for 10 months. And she said that I'm so resourced that I, I'm able to find what it is that I need, didn't have um, in my childhood. And that stood out to me. I was like, oh, that's what I was doing. I didn't even realize it. You know, it was, it was the pursuit of, oh, that really hurts. I don't know how to have what I need. I wasn't given it. I'm going to find out what it is and be able to give that to the rest of the world because obviously it's not just me that needs it there's a whole lot of people that need that you know there are so many people that need their hearts open you know and that's if you could share with people that it is that simple just have an open heart and be resourceful in finding finding a way you know growing from whatever wherever you are like yeah it's it's so humbling and it's so beautiful to hear because I'm like, oh, I'm not the only person doing this in the world. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, in fact, in fact, I'd say it, it took me, it took me the better part of 15 years, 15 years from the time that I had my real, real deep dive into depression. No, I'm sorry. That was 20. Yeah, 15 years. So basically, once I hit about 35, that's when I started to slide into more ease, when I started to hit that patch. And that's, you know, you talk about, talk about pursuing this path that is this other thing that wants to live you. And it's like, it's like, I know there's something else there from that is me. What is that? I keep getting called to it. For me, crazy as it is, it's like that hunger, that drive, that pursuit it's almost as if I hit the patch that said, yes, I'm here. As soon as I started to get into this really deep, sacred relationship, sacred sexuality work. 
like when I hit there, I was like, this is my, this is, this is it. I got there. And like everything that was like, keep going, keep going, started to relax. It's like, I'm here, I've arrived. Like not in that I am all that I can be, but in that I, this is what I'm here to do. You're in um, flow. Yeah, something is, yeah. And, 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 it, and it's, it's, you know, like I hear people all the time. This it's the confirmation for me is like, I've, I've, I've been, I've, I'm an exceptional massage therapist. I know this, this I can play in guitar and I can sing. If I pursue it, I'm really good at what I do. I'm, you know, I have a 3.8. I don't know how you guys grade, do your grading and GPA, if you do GPAs or whatever, but I have, I, I'm, I'm very like, when I apply myself at school, I get super high grades when I'm at career, like I accelerate and I do really well. Like I, I rise up the ranks. None of those places have I ever felt anywhere near the feedback on me being in the right spot, spot as with the work that I'm doing here. I get yeah. constant feedback. People telling me that your work is needed in this world. We need you. Thank you for doing this. Like from uh, all sorts of different places and people telling me it's like, you did you're just natural you understand things naturally um so i'm i'm this is here i'm that's what i'm doing apparently uh <laughs> it's a gift you know because a lot of people um yeah go through life and have these challenges but they never think about how to serve from a higher perspective. It's not about you anymore, you know, and, and it, I relate to that because for a while I was, I was in survival mode, trying to get out of the depression, trying to just get through life and do life. But now it's about how do I take my journey and show other people that it's possible for them, you know, whatever it takes. So how do I show, like for me, it's about, um, you know, when I was that girl and I was sad, what did I need to hear? What did I need to feel? What did I need to think to just, understand that there was a different way I didn't have to feel that um sad depression and like in the pit you know um and that's such a beautiful thing because you know there are so many people that um go through these things and still stay in that um mentality of like a victim mentality you know and it's totally okay to feel your emotion whatever it is that you're feeling feel it you know but um you don't have to stay there and yeah it's just it's a beautiful thing that you're doing what you're doing because, you know, especially as a man, um, a lot of men don't open up about these things. A lot of um, people just stay bottled up and that's how they end up in um, addiction. You know, addiction is everything. It's not just alcohol. It's not just sex or drugs or whatever. It can be addiction to addiction to happiness, you know, all sorts of um, things. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually nervous talking to you because I've got this incredible human being in front of me who, you know, inspires me every time that I open up my (laughs) social media or read something about you and it's giving me butterflies. It's a good thing. (laughs) Well, yeah, and I also want to say that, you know, you and I are on the same level. So incredible is only a reflection of who you are. So I'm... I'm, I'm grateful and I'm really, really honored and appreciative. And at the same time, you and I are the same level. So thank you for that. And, and, and take it in that you're seeing what is in you. Um, yeah, we are, we are a mirror reflection of the people we're attracting to our lives, you know, for whatever the reason that is, um, it's a beautiful thing, but I'm still learning. I mean, to be completely honest, I had no intention of even doing mentoring or anything like that myself. 
you know, it was kind of like you. Um, well, my journey, I kind of fell into it by accident. I literally retraced my steps and went back to Italy and asked all the questions about the things that I had um, sort of, you know, resurfaced and come up. Um, and it was in that journey that I realized, okay, well, I've got to do something with the things that I've learned. I can't just, it, it'll be selfish of me not to share what I know. It'll be selfish of me not to share my story and get myself out of the way because, you know, for myself, there was a lot of shame around a lot of things that happened. And I was always told, like, you know, be quiet, don't talk about that. Um, yeah, we don't we don't say those things. Um, right. But there's such a need for people to say those things, right? Which is why I started this podcast <laughs> to begin with um, and give people the space to do that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted I wanted to say one thing around around that. It was, what, it was coming up while you were while you were talking about some things. I was talking to a friend today, um, um, offering some some support. She's going through some a, a bit of a rough patch with a breakup and. Um, I realized in talking to her and as I'm talking to you here that probably the biggest part of my journey um, had far more to do with allowing myself to let in love in places that I resisted it in places that was Mm -hmm. like, wait, that's too big. I can't really, I can't really let that in. Right. And letting in love to really Mm -hmm. let myself be fully loved as much as I possibly could in all of the ways that I denied myself love that was the most transformative thing that I could do. And it came through allowing myself to be mirrored back to me through other people. Um, Mm. So, you know, I talk about intimacy and relationship as being so foundational to who we are and how we become fully expressed. And when we allow love, just let it in, when we let it in all those places that we hide from and, and all those places that we're saying, Nope, I can't, I can't be loved there. Right. Um, and we allow ourselves to see our mirror reflection of who we are and be valued through other people's eyes and also be able to see all of the things that are that we need to do work on and, and know that it's okay to be seeing that reflection through somebody else. It's incredibly powerful. It's, it, it's life-changing and we find ourselves becoming better, more profound, more amazing people through others. And when we really allow that to be our source of growth, like nothing, nothing have I experienced in my life that that's been more transformative to me. And that's, it just happened to be that I discovered that through an explosive relationship that was the most profound chemistry that I've experienced to this day, you know? Um, But it's through everybody that we can allow that to occur, honestly. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. (laughs) I don't need to repeat any of that. You said it perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. You know, just allowing yourself, um, being with somebody that compliments you is such a gift, you know. Um, And sometimes it can get complicated for good reason because, again, they show you different sides of you. Like, oh, was that still there? You know, there's a few triggers that happen. But, um, yeah, I totally agree. You know, even though um, at the moment I've chosen to date myself still, you know, it's um, it's been a beautiful lesson being with people in my past. And I can honestly say with my hand on my heart, I have no regrets. You know, I've had three relationships um, and I got engaged to all of them, but decided that we just grew apart. You know, it wasn't 
I was I've never been the type of person to settle for anything and it's not to say they weren't good enough it was just I grew into a different person and so did they but this absolutely falling in love and allowing yourself to be loved in all the areas um necessary yeah. <laughs> necessary yeah it's how we it's how we it's you know it's like I, so I don't even know why this came to life, but, you know, Pokio, Pinocchio becomes a real boy, you know. <laughs> he becomes a real human. But, you know the story, right? Pinocchio? Yeah, of course, I like, grew up in Italy. Pinocchio. <laughs> and Giuseppe. And Jimmy yeah. the Cricket, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like we, we become really who more who we are by experiencing love. That's just who it is. It's just what it is. It's the truth. And that love is our reflection of who we are through other people's eyes. Like no judgment, connection, depth. That's so true. And you can see how much a woman is in love by, you know, the smile on his face. And (laughs) it's so, so true. (laughs) So how about you? How's love going for you? Like what's going on in your, in your life these days? (laughs) Um, So I'm currently single and I, I'm intentionally single, um, <clears throat> but um, exploring connection, you know, my, my, I'm so, I, I've devoted so much of my, my time and effort to what I, my pr- current pursuits that um, that's where my time and attention is at the moment. Um, and with, with everything that I'm having, that I'm focused on this year is supposed to be kind of a bit, bit of an expansion for me. So I'll be, my intention is to make this year something where I can, I can, I can be more fully invested in a way that allows me more freedom, which will free up my time to be more invested in a full partnership. And that's actually the same woman I was talking to. It's a friend um, who I was supporting earlier. I had mentioned to her last year, uh, she, she asked me what, what I want to basically create for myself. She calls them poofs. Um, it's like, what do I want to poof for myself? Um, one of the things, yeah. One of the things that I said was, um, was that I, I'm going to, I'm, this is the year for me to dive into partnership with a woman that I'm going to be fully invested in. Mm. So, um, so that's where I'm at, even though I'm currently single and, and open and curious and connecting. That's it. That's all it is for me right now. Yeah, look, it's definitely important. I can totally relate to that. You know, sometimes you've got to take that journey, dive inwards, really uncover who you are. You're always going to evolve and shed more layers as you grow with somebody. But until you've, um, this is just me personally, you know, until I really understood my values and what it, that, you know that big vision you've got to have those crazy dreams and and really set um the foundation for that um I thought for me personally it would have been selfish of me to start that journey with somebody not really knowing who I was because coming out of the last relationship you know I was doing things like buying bread I'm like I don't even like bread why am I buying bread and you kind of lose yourself <laughs> in that relationship you know and I'm like okay so who am I and who am I not and you know going down that path um going to be interesting like sharing things with people again because i haven't done that in a while but (laughs) you know um yeah i can totally relate to that you just gotta you just gotta do you for a while right and i think um which comes back to intimacy and relationship with yourself unless you know yourself how can you fully give yourself to somebody else 
you know, of course you have that somebody else to grow with and explore with um, in every area of your relationship. But if, you know, if you've got things going on, like myself as a woman, if I wasn't comfortable in my body and there was sort of limiting beliefs and other things going on, how can you be totally vulnerable with a man um, or in any relationship if you haven't got that sort of, um, you know, at least planted? It's never going to be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. No. No, and 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 I, I would add to that. Well, that's absolutely right. And and you know the the level that I've taken it to with with this in my intentionally being single is is also in part um, it it it's also you know a lot of relationships um, they're focused on chemistry. It's like, how do I feel about this partner? You know, like is, is, is the chemistry, does the chemistry exist? If the chemistry exists, yeah, let's pursue it. Right. To me, chemistry is certainly a part of it, but it's not the foundation and it's not something that I look for as a priority. Um, so when I talk about being intentional in, in partnership and relationship, it's like, I feel into every single connection, what's available here. How do they respond to me? How available are they? Are they available to go to the depths that I'm going to go? Because I, that's where I'm headed. And, and what does that look like in response? You know, um, in the fields, in the field that I've been in and all the different, you know, the workshops and, this, and, and such, and the things that I teach, it's about being so fully invested in partnership that um, on both sides, that the, the, the depths can actually go um, super, super deep. And we uncover like through one another, we uncover who we are. And actually, I want to read, I'm going to read a quote to you, but this is actually in a, in a speech that I was been creating recently um, that uh, like this, I read this and I was like, yes, that's exactly what I, what I desire in partnership and what would feel, what would ultimately, like if I was to say where I started back in my teens, where I was like something in me could feel that there was something more for me in partnership in life, like this quote embodies mm-hmm. it really well. <clears throat> it's a, uh, you and I both have our excuses to not, for not opening in love with each other. Still, both of our hearts yearn to open and commune in love. I wanna make this commitment with you. I will do my best to open through my fears and truly see you, feel you, and bloom you open to God with my love. Will you meet me in this commitment? Will you promise to open and give your love's offering as best as you can, even when you are afraid or hurt? If we can each commit to opening, there is no limit to how deeply our love can grow or how fully our gifts may flower. It's written by, uh, you probably know David Data. Mm. Yes, beautiful, beautiful writer. Yeah, his book, Dear Lover, written toward women on on, um, devotional love and partnership. And so to me, it's, 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 it's sure it's definitely, there are elements of me discovering who I am but there are also elements of me of discovering what more, what the energetic completeness is of being met there and not letting myself have anything less than what that is. It's very interesting that you brought up that book because I'm actually reading it at the moment. <laughs> what a beautiful book. How do you like it's it? It's so it's true. Beautiful. I've just started. I've literally just started. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's a beautiful author. I came across him through a friend that recommended the book. And, um, yeah, you know, any woman that is confused, <laughs> I recommend read that book as well. 
I'm glad we brought it up. I haven't listened to it. Yet. I've read several of his books, but that one I have on audio. That I'm still I'm still in the process of listening to. That is a beautiful, beautiful way to pledge your commitment to somebody, you know. And yeah, he's a beautiful writer. I can see why you resonate with him because I know that with myself. Um, you know, when I look up to people and 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 feel them, it's something within me that's just being activated and coming back and just remembering who I am and why. I'm on this journey and um, yeah, that's just beautiful. Sitting there mesmerized. <laughs> now I've got the voice with the words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's been beautiful chatting to you. Um, and there's so much more we can speak about. You know, I think sometimes when I meet people, I don't even need to speak to them. I feel like I can feel you through the camera. For, for people <laughs> listening at home, they're probably wondering what are all these little silent moments, but um, <laughs> yeah, you just feel somebody's, you just feel people's energy sometimes. You have absolutely beautiful aura and energy and anyone that has the privilege to meet you or work with you or just interact with you, um, I know walks away so much better than they were before they met you. So thank you for being you and thank you for being the gift that you are. And, um, you know, going through the journey that you went through and, and giving it back, giving it back and really serving from your heart because I can feel that it's so authentic and um, it's, it's a beautiful, um, it's a beautiful place to be. Like you said before, sometimes you just know it's the perfect place and the perfect time. You're doing exactly what you're meant to be doing. And that moment is right here, right now. For me, that's all about that. Sometimes um, people get lost in things and really it's the present moment that you've got. It's only this moment that you've got. And, you know, I feel like you're authentically serving from such a beautiful space in your heart. And again, yeah, I just want to thank you for coming on and sharing a little bit of your story. I know we can go much deeper and, get to know so much more about you but um and i would love to have you back on you know in season two but um if you know just to leave people with one thing um you've got one message to give to the world what is that from joe you know um I would say, I honestly, I would go back to what I had said earlier about letting love in fully and, and, and discovering yourself through others. Because for a long time, I was, I was insistent upon pursuing my life as like, I, I need to do my own work. I need to, you know, like, I need to explore myself and, and find out what I love. And then suddenly I met this woman who opened me up to more than I could have possibly opened me myself up to, to me. Way more. And that was the, that was where I discovered all the ways that I wasn't letting love in by doing my own thing and all the ways that I had the perfect reflection of who I was through somebody else's eyes. And I got to do that in partnership. So I would say the message is be open to being loved in all the places that you resist being loved. Be open to seeing yourself become more you through other people. It doesn't have to just be you're doing your thing on your own. It's such a more profound and beneficial and beautiful way of discovering ourselves. That is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of people that are um, listening 
you know, um, they're just confused. Or they don't know where to start or they don't know what to do. So if they do want to reach out to you, how can they connect with you and have that conversation or, um, you know, read something that you share or just connect with you and go a bit deeper with you? How can they do that? How can they touch base? So the the, the primary ways that I, I interact with people are through, um, unless I'm doing an actual one-on-one coaching with them, um, at the moment, it's through Facebook. So um, it, it's, I believe I'm Joseph. Can I don't even know my name? Um, yeah, it's Joseph Keish. So it's my, my handle on Joseph Keish on Facebook is Joseph Keish, uh, J O S E P H K E I C H. So you can reach out to me there, connect there. Um, uh, J O E K E I C H dot com. It's my website. You can send message message me through there. And coaching at gmail.com. It's J-O-E-K-E-I-C-H coaching at gmail.com. So those are the primary ways. Um, and I and I and I love I love the work that I do. I really do. I enjoy it and I love opening people up to a new reality that they can sense is already within them. So reach out. Well, it was an absolute pleasure speaking to you, Joy. You've um, opened my heart today to, again, um, you know, new ways of thinking about many things. And I hope that one day we can um, meet in person and go on an adventure, whether it's hiking or swimming or something fun, because I don't want you to feel envy when you see me traveling. I'd like to have you in the picture <laughs> with me one day and say, you know, remember that podcast we did? <laughs> we I'm, finally got I'm, to I'm, meet in person. <laughs> I'm totally down. You give, you, you do something some of the most stellar adventures I've seen. So I'm totally <laughs> now. <laughs> I love so. that. I'm always looking. I've actually just launched something called 100 Adventures with Strangers. So um, it's going to be 100 Adventures with Strangers. I started on Friday. We went rock climbing. So the next one is hot air ballooning. And, yeah, we're just going to take it wherever it goes. Um, and, um, yeah, you promise me you'll be one of the 100. We'll be able to travel by then. <laughs> That's, that's my promise my promise let's, let's talk about it and see see what we can make work and in, in covid days i mean you in australia me in the us i'm not sure exactly how we'd make that happen but i don't i'm i don't i don't i don't believe anything is impossible and i'm always willing to find a way so i believe the universe will conspire to make whatever happens um, <laughs> in our favor happens so that's my belief in agree the higher powers and um that's the intention and energy i'm putting into that adventure yeah. so. well i'd love to i'd love to, <laughs> love to meet you too and i'm i'm sure that we we connect <laughs> awesome well thank you guys and thank you joe for coming on again um thank you for tuning into the emerge from your box podcast today we'll dive a lot deeper with joe um on our next catch up i'm sure there'll be many to come and um, but for today, thank you for listening and have a beautiful morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you're tuning in from.